Hello and welcome back to Let's Grow Girls, the weekly flower growing podcast. Hello, Sarah. Back for another week. We're getting into the swing of season five. Um, I believe you've got um, a little shout out for us today. We've got some new patrons. A new. T- I feel like you just dropped that on me. I thought you Did were going to do it. Thunder. Her, uh, we have a new top tier <laughs> VIP maxi person patreon i forgot what we call them um we did write a haiku for the last one but i didn't have time so this time we're just going to say thank you and that is to cherry so thank you for being a patreon if you want to support the podcast you can join our little group of patrons and they get their own exclusive content each week so this week we have a lovely guest called Lorraine. Lorraine is from Hearts Nursery, which is a specialist bulb nursery based here in the UK. And um, Lorraine is here to talk to us about a very exciting subject, lilies. Welcome, Lorraine. Hi. Hi there. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Nicole. It's lovely to have you chatting to us today. We're excited to talk all things lilies. Thank you for inviting me. Ah, I think um, Sarah's been um, sick to death of hearing me ramble on about lilies and how much I loved them all last year. So um, that's about um, correct. Yep. <laughs> so I want to turn her on to lilies this today. But before we start um, the lily interrogation, um, would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them a little bit about you? I'm Lorraine Hart from Hart's Nursery, and we sell bulbs, all sorts of bulbs, but. Um, we specialise with lilies, which we started uh, roughly about 20 years ago now, starting to grow them and finding that there were so many different varieties of lilies that um, were suitable for everybody's garden, especially for growing your own lilies because everyone buys them from the supermarket and now you can plant them yourselves and and have them you can start planting in February and keep on planting till July and you'll have them flowering even in October. So now that mm. we're getting these Indian summers, really, it's, it's, it seems to be warmer towards the end of the year, um, you've got flowers at that time of year, which is great if you've got weddings, any parties, anything like that, you can still keep growing them until the end of the year. Ooh. And so how did you get started? What got you into bulbs? What it was, we started to do the all the different flower shows. As I said to you, we sell lots of other bulbs, tulips, dahlias, everything. But we wanted to have something that was good that we could display. And lilies were a, a good alternative that we could even get from the wholesale market and put them up and then we could sell the bulbs. But then obviously we got more involved with different species of lilies and we start, decided to grow our own. So we were growing them. So we've moved sort of three times to different nurseries so that we could grow the lilies for display and then sell the bulbs so we've been doing we had our mishaps you know to begin with we'd we'd (laughs) get uh, mind you I say that but we've never got less than a silver gilt so um wow that is that is pretty impressive accolade there that's right, and worked our way sort of up. It started with Harrogate and, and uh, places like that. Mm-hmm. And then we were invited to Chelsea. That was 17 years ago, I think. And um, and that and with the first time there, we got a gold medal. So we were really, wow. really chuffed with that. Mm-hmm. So we've had a few gold medals. <laughs> I'm not going to brag. Drop I'm that one in. Brag, no, no, you I'm brag away. No, I've been wearing them round my neck <laughs> if I had them. I mean, it's uh, impressive going. Yeah, yeah. It's always so exciting to be there, to be at Chelsea. It's lovely. 
Yeah, and we we got the President's mm. Award um, just before COVID. Obviously, two years ago, we had the President's Award mm. there, which was really prestigious. So we were we were over the moon mm-hmm. with that. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you definitely deserve it because I was so, so impressed with the bulbs that I got last year. They were absolutely enormous. I've never seen, like, I've had quite a few bits and pieces from you and I'm always impressed by, like, let let's let's say it. Size does matter with a bulb, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Size matters and quality matters as yeah. well. Obviously, um, we always yes. that when we send our our bulbs up, they're kept almost on ice. So as soon as we start sending them out, they're ready to be planted. So and they're always you probably mm-hmm. notice when you got the bulbs, they're lovely and juicy, big fat mm. bulbs. So it is important to get good quality oh. bulbs. And as you say, the size does matter. But you can still, even if you you were to plant, I, I don't know if your your listeners know anything about the, the sizes of bulbs, but even a 12, 14, you'll get three or four flowers on. But the bulbs that we send out, more, more often than not, you're going to get about six to eight heads on them and big flowers. Oh, wow. Yeah, so oh, especially wow. the the rose lilies that are coming out, the, the mm-hmm. multi petaled lilies without any um, without any stamen, they're, they're absolutely fantastic. They were the ones I was obsessed with last year. That, that it's a new thing, and and most of the florists now really love the the rose lilies because there's no pollen, so they're not going to get stained. Their clothes aren't going mm. to get stained. They last for forever. And what I do is I mm-hmm. pick the petals off as well. If they if they just get a little bit crinkly, I just pick the petals off, and then they keep going for longer and longer and longer. Oh, that's a great tip. Yeah, they do. They're very long lasting. They are mm. lovely as cut flower. Really good as cut flower. Um, but before we interrogate you about how to grow the best lilies, I have one more nosy question, <laughs> and that is: you've mentioned your nursery. How big are we talking? What kind of talk we love hearing about these things how big are we talking it's 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 just it's glass because obviously we we grow all the lilies uh, under glass so it's about it's about Mm -hmm. one and a half acres so oh wow it's quite big yeah it's a big it's a big nursery yeah i bet it smells great in the summer it really smells lovely yeah it does smell lovely it's it's quite heady you know really it takes a while to get used Mm -hmm. to that sort of fragrance because everybody sort of feels as though lilies have got a certain smell, but lots of them have got a different scent, a different perfume. Orientals have got a very mm. heavy um, a, a scent of their own, but longiflorums have got a very sweet, delicate smell. Mm. And the oriental mm. trumpets, I, I think you've probably heard of the, the tree lilies, haven't you? Yeah. Have you heard of tree lilies mm-hmm. that grow to about seven or eight foot? Oh no, not that big. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, they are absolutely. They you plant them sort of if you planted a sixteen, eighteen. The first year you they'd grow to about three, three to four foot, and then after that, every year they get bigger and bigger and bigger, and the stems get to about two inches thick. So they're like a, almost like a tree trunk. They are oh, absolutely wow. magnificent. Wow. But if you're doing them for cut flower, really, you're going to cut them the first year if you want mm. to just put them in. The, you know, lots yeah. of people now have cut flower beds, obviously. And you'd plant the, mm-hmm. the tree lilies, oriental trumpets. You'd plant them and for the first year. You'd have them for cut flower. Then you'd 
always leave about mm-hmm. two two foot of stem on lilies. You must leave that mm-hmm. when you cut flowers. A lot of people will cut them, have them in the garden. They'll cut them down to the base to take them indoors. You must leave about about two foot if you can. That that mm. so that the stem goes grow, goes back into the bulb and feeds the bulb for the following year. That's important. Mm. Otherwise, they they won't flower so well. Oh, okay. So they're a bit like daffodils mm. in that respect. You they're, don't want to take away all like the greenery. They're like any bulb. They're like yeah. any bulb. You always cut the. Mm-hmm. I mean, daffodils, tulips. You cut the the heads off and leave the stem to die back. But you need to always leave a, a quite a bit of stem on lilies as it feeds the bulb. Mm, that's good to know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they, 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 the tree lilies are, are really very, very popular. Some people have even said they've had to open the window upstairs to smell the lilies outside because they've grown oh, so wow. tall. Yeah, really, really. <laughs> These are oriental trumpets. Oh, that's so fun. They're, they're, they're cross varieties, they're hybrids, but they are really, really good. Mm-hmm. And Another some of the perfumes, the yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely buy tree lilies. They're lovely. Those and the rose lilies, and obviously, we probably will go on to talk about the um, the soil differences because yeah, that was going to be our first mm-hmm. our first question. Are you reading our notes? <laughs> are you, just, are you, have you had like you predicted you, what was coming? Like five steps ahead of us at every stage. Yes, you can sort of we're think, too predictable. Yeah, you, you know what uh, you, you must, are going you must to know ask the questions. They have those questions, and we get asked them all the time. You can you can imagine at a show. It's either it's yeah. either about what soil or about the lily beetle, obviously. Oh, <laughs> we'll come on to that little, yeah. that little horror shortly. Yeah. So you're busy in packing mode at the moment. Moment. It's, We're in it's, packing mode and growing mode, yes. And growing mode, so you're double busy. Mm-hmm. Everything is being planted off for, for all through the summer. And oh, for luckily, your shows. That's right. Luckily, with COVID, you know, on the way out, hopefully, fingers crossed, that's, uh, mm-hmm. that means that most of the, well, all of the shows are back on again. So, um, yeah, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's excited, obviously, for this year that the the shows are going to be back on, and lots of them are a, a little a different format for a lot of them. I don't know whether some of them will see the floral marquees quite so much. I I don't know whether we'll have more of an outside um, layout where where you mm-hmm. can walk around. So there's a lot mm-hmm. more air everywhere because I don't know if you've ever been not so much Chelsea, but Hampton Court is absolutely stifling mm. if it's a warm summer we go yeah. to Hampton Court and it's so hot and people come in and we have to try and keep the lilies going and it's quite hard really when it's very warm mm-hmm. a sport <laughs> yeah of its own it sounds <laughs> yeah. like um so let's pretend you didn't predict it but like so talk me through it so I've done my lily order and my bulbs arrive what are the what are the next steps like should I do anything before I plant them what kind of soil am I looking um, at well obviously with all our bulbs we send planting instructions that's the number one we have a, a mm-hmm. label on the front of the box that says unpack and try to plant immediately if you haven't got time mm-hmm. if you're doing something in the week just put them in the fridge and it will stop them growing because they're kept on ice through the winter to keep them from growing. So as soon mm. as we take them out, any sort of want, they're going to start growing. So you need to remember that if you're not going to plant them straight away, just put them in the fridge and then you can go out and start planting them. Obviously, get your, your pots mm. ready. If you're going to be planting them in pots, 
it it's not so important mm -hmm. about the soil. You can use a good multi-purpose compost, mix in a bit mm -hmm. of John Innes number three for the grittiness. So I, I, I think it's best mm -hmm. if you can try to use planters that are porous instead of the plastic pots because the number one thing with lilies yeah. is they must be well drained that's so important because mm. the bulbs will rot and then they'll just disappear so you must have mm -hmm. them well drained so if you can choose you know heavier terracotta pots it's they are a lot better for for lilies that's if you're growing in pots mm -hmm. obviously if you're growing in the garden oriental lilies like um ericaceous they like an acid soil so mm -hmm. and well-drained soil so if your soil's clay i'd think twice about planting lilies unless you mm -hmm. want to try and work the beds and raise them uh, if you get the beds raised mm -hmm. and you can have some stone or some gravel underneath so that they've got the drainage you can do that um so, uh, oriental so they're all your perfumed ones but the the ones are mm -hmm. there about about three foot, I'd say about 100 centimetres, so three foot, 100 centimetres. They want the acid soil. So if your soil's acid in the garden, you can put those there. Um, if it's alkaline, mm -hmm. so that's a lime soil, mm -hmm. you want to plant Asiatics. These are the shorter mm -hmm. varieties that about 100 centimetres or the little miniature varieties. Um, you can plant those, but then... It's, it gets complicated because there's so many hybrids now. The tree lilies that I was telling you about, why they're so good is they'll grow mm -hmm. in any soil as long as it's well-drained. Mm -hmm. So although you've got your orientals, acid, alkaline, asiatics, the um, oriental trumpets, which are the tree lilies, will grow in any soil. And so will the LAs, mm. the, the longiflorum asiatics they'll grow in any soil as well those are lovely for cut flower and um, they last mm -hmm. a long time you get very vibrant colors lots of oranges reds mm -hmm. black um mm. these are very popular with the the growers in in like in holland that grow for the commercial lilies because they last they have a long um, shelf life and they they um, last quite a long time in the water unfortunately they're not scented but you know, some people don't like the scent of lilies. You know, mm -hmm. lots of people don't like them indoors. And they're um, the ones that are the single yeah, petals, aren't they, rather than the, the real they're the, ones. That's right. They're the single. There, there are some um, unscented, uh, I say rose lilies because that's a brand, but there's they're double orientals. So there's a lot of other um, breeders mm -hmm. that are breeding these um, um, coloured lilies that are reds oranges yellows there's some fabulous varieties of those and those are the la ones and i know you say that not everybody loves the smell but i'm definitely in the team love smell <laughs> love lilies. it yeah, yeah absolutely love them it's especially like you say how different they can smell and i didn't realize that they could smell different until i grew them myself that's right. That, that's right. You And they do because there's a certain uh, variety in the tree lilies that I was telling you about, the oriental trumpets, and it's called nymph. And I get told off when I mm -hmm. when I do the um, the television programs, uh, they always, always ask me what's your favourite lily. And I will say it's nymph. And this, the perfume on this particular lily is gorgeous and it's very sweet mm -hmm. and vanilla-y, so it's spicy. 
and people don't associate that with lilies. Mm. You know, mm. it's like, you know, the longiflora, they have a, a, a lovely sweet smell, don't they? Almost like lily of the valley or jasmine, more more a subtle sort of perfume. Mm. Yeah, and then some of them are really, really overpowering. And uh, so I think it's good that people can choose different different varieties that, that, that suit them. Mm-hmm. So we've talked soil. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about where. So do they like sun? What kind of spot are we looking for in the garden for them? I mean, obviously with a pot, we've got the luxury of moving them around if we need to. But And, and which is a good idea <laughs> because sometimes, you know, if it's very warm, it's good to put them into the shade for a little bit. Um, in the garden, you've mm-hmm. got to have... They'll take partial shade, but not full shade. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they won't grow, but they'll try to go towards the sun. So if you've got any sort of length on the stem, they're going to push towards the sun and then they're going to lean right over. Mm. So they're just going to fall mm-hmm. right down. So it's better if you've got sun at, at some times of the day. They're, they're very good because they'll take quite a lot of drought lilies. You know, although you're watering in pots, you don't overwater lilies. And if they're left for a few days, it doesn't make an awful lot of difference. They still still keep growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, unlike when you're doing bedding or other plants, you've got to keep water, water, water. Whereas lilies will take uh, a little bit of drought. So, but in a position in the garden, you want them to be in semi shade, really, because it makes them last longer. If they're really, really in full sun, mm-hmm. they tend not to last so long. Yeah, and and obviously the height-wise, you need to plant the, the tree lilies at the back and then come forward with different heights and always plant them into mm-hmm. into groups of three. I wouldn't line lilies up. Yep. I'd put them into groups of three or five. But the, the, the tree lilies, I know I've told you how that they do grow into these big giant lilies. They really do have a big span. So... If you're going to mm-hmm. put three of those together, you're going to want about 10, 12 inches apart because they're going to, when they grow up, they're going to be so big. Wow. But like the Orientals or the wow. Asiatic ones, they can be much closer, they can, can be, they? They can be, right. Especially Asiatics, I would put five together, really. Um, okay. Into, into a group. The same as you would tulips or, or any bulb or daffodils. You always put them into clumps. Um yeah, I do the same with the with the lilies as well. But if I'm perfectly honest, I feel that the rose lilies, these double fluffy lilies that without the same, and they do so much mm-hmm. better in pots. I absolutely loved mm. mine in pots, and I had, um, I think they're about a thirty centimeter pot, and I put five in them. I think four round the side and one in the middle, and they just made the most impressive display. Uh, well, I agree. I think they're much better. I think they're better in pots because they're so spectacular looking. They look lovely where mm. you can see them. You sit on the patio if you've got mm. them by the chairs and, mm-hmm. and you can smell them all around you. And they're, they're a nice height, you see, as well. They sort of go to about three mm. foot, four foot. And they, they are lovely. But, but anything else, the tree lilies, the Asiatics, I would put in the garden. The species, the martigans, the martigans are lovely. I mean, we have all these species lilies, the tiger lilies and the martigans, and people are cutting those as well and using those in, in flowers, in, in mm. you know, the podiline. And everything seems to be cut these days to have, you know, cut flower. 
I was having a look at this species mm. lilies that you sell as well, and they're quite they're quite unusual, aren't they? They're kind of they're not what I expected a lily to look like, but they're actually like the original lilies, aren't they? That's well, they they are. I mean, there's lots of really with the martigans. There's so many hybrids now of different colours now of those. Um, but you know, I don't think it's always a bad thing to have these new hybrids. They're stronger. They last longer. And they don't drop the petals so easily. So um, I think mm. it's good that we've got those as well. And in fact, it gets harder and harder to get the original varieties, mm. you know, the rubrum and the alba. It's it's hard to get hold of them for us. Well, if you were planting for growing cut flowers, so if you were growing in rows in beds mm. to cut them sort of en masse, um, if you were yeah growing them for cutting how far would you space them then well it would all depend on the variety like i said and the oriental mm-hmm. trumpets for the first year they will be a smaller flower um but they do have yep. bigger heads so you just have to take into consideration mm-hmm. how big the head is to how you plant you want them about about six inches apart with with oriental trumpets asiatics are yeah. a much smaller head they have a thin stem they have very like glossy leaves mm-hmm. but the leaves are, are very much up the stem so they can mm-hmm. be closer together and in pots they're fab asiatics are fabulous in pots because the foliage is so beautiful and so green that it have a, you have a big mass of this mm. green foliage around them whereas the orientals have got a, a fatter a fatter foliage but but they still look they still look pretty mm-hmm. and do they require much feeding in terms of they don't like... the lilies don't take a lot of feeding the feeding is going to be when it dies back into the bowl but we always say you can give a tomato mm-hmm. feed um everything likes a tomato feed doesn't it but but about quarter mm-hmm. of the strength so don't give full strength tomato feed to them. So so that's the only feed. And and like I said, making sure that they're well drained. And yeah. I suppose talking about feed, it probably links to that little horror that we mentioned earlier, that lily beetle. Yes. Can you believe I was in the polytunnel on Saturday and I didn't grow any lilies in the polytunnel and I was planting out my ranunculus and I found a lily beetle in there. Ah, yes. What on earth was it doing Uh in there? Well, I mean, they fly anyway, these beetles. They do fly. (laughs) And and the thing that a lot of people don't realise, and and it's getting more common now, is that they love, um, they will, they love crown imperials. They're like any fritillaria. So they'll go on any Mm -hmm. um, crown imperials, snakes, anything like that. So they're starting off, and lots of people have even seen them around the daffodils. Oh, wow. So the secret is Mm. you must start looking sort of end of March when when bulbs start shooting through. You need to start looking then for the lily beetle. So if you can catch the adult beetles early on and just go out and sort of, you know, early evening and just check, check, check. If you get those early Mm -hmm. beetles off, you're not going to get a problem through the summer. Well, let's just say this one won't be causing me any issues. No. (laughs) (laughs) He did not live to see Sunday. I know we're supposed to not be cruel, but people seem to take a great delight in smashing the lily beetles. They're horrible little things, but that's what I meant about the... um, 
about the fertilizer because that spray that you can buy to get rid of the lily beetles actually a fertilizer isn't mm-hmm. it and it makes yes. the plants taste in a way that the lily beetles don't mm-hmm. like but That's it fertilizes right. very, them at the same time exactly it's it's very bitter and they don't like the taste wow. Um, we found, you know, we always want to want to try different products that that, that we can use that are natural. And the the um, product is grazers, and it's a really good product. Mm-hmm. And we've had customers that we've started selling it at the shows as well as sending out with mail order, and customers have been coming back for it. So we know that it is working. Mm. But but it's a product that mm. it's not systemic, so it's not going to um, kill any bees, obviously, but it also means mm-hmm. that you you have to keep on spraying this product. Mm. So if it rains, it's going mm. to wash off easily. So you need to go out sort of, mm. say, sort of every six, seven days and just give another spray. But it's I... definitely worth mm. it because you want the foliage on lilies. And if you haven't got the foliage and yep. you've got holes in the foliage, the flowers mm. aren't so impressive. So it's one of the most important things. I know people haven't got time, have they, to keep going out and looking around the garden. But that one's really important because never have I met a pest like that lily beetle. Honestly, Sarah, you this lily beetle, it is dramatic so you see it on the plant and you think right I'm gonna get that little Mm -hmm. so and so you go to get it and it does this thing where it goes Mm. "Ah," and just falls onto its back so you can't see it anymore it just floats (laughs) off and lands on its back so the thing that was bright red and I mean bright red is now laying on its back in the soil and its belly is brown and you can't see it anymore it's escaped you so the way you have to do it is you have to go stealth because if it sees your shadow coming it will just go dramatic so you Mm. have to like stealth come in to get this beetle and they're always mating what an impression that was you always always get two together you know um making Mm. more so but you must look out for the for the eggs it's it looks like a a, it's a thesis and they lay their Mm -hmm. eggs in the yes so that's what i was gonna say i couldn't work out if they were eggs or poo no you know it's the eggs are in the poo and and it yeah (laughs) And it and it is those as well that do the damage because as soon as they hatch, they're going to start eating the foliage. They're hungry. Mm. That's it. So you need to scrape that off, and it needs to be got rid of down the toilet. So you know, otherwise they'll hatch in mm-hmm. if you just throw it down in the bin or wherever. So you need to get rid mm-hmm. of that. It is. It's a problem, but it's one that if you start mm. early on in the season and get on top of it, you don't get them. That was my biggest lesson. Right. We need to sort those lily beetles out. And um, you can get that grazers in a concentrate, can't you? So you can yes. dilute it and spray it yourself So that at home. should use you the, the, the season, really, one of the concentrates. So you just make it up yourself in a in a spray bottle and um, just leave it. Well, I just leave mine by the back door when mm. we go, obviously, mm. in the garden. We don't get it in the nursery. So, um, uh when I'm in the garden, I just put the bottle down by the by the back door, go out and spray, and then leave it there, so that so that you know when you do your lily beetle mm. patrol. I used to get the grandchildren patrol, to I do it, it, but they're but they're not interested now to go. It'd just be ten ten p a lily beetle, you know. They used to be able to. Make <laughs> 
I wish I could oh, find somebody who do that for me. Yeah. They honestly <laughs> surprised me at how um how sort of clever the little things were, just you know, dramatically falling off there onto their backs. But yeah, um, you need these to get, a get little, clever and clever. You need to get a little a little jar, a little jam jar, or a, a little bowl, and then take a, a little pencil or pen and just flick them into the bowl. And uh, that way they don't drop down because mm. people say, oh, I'll put a piece of paper, but they can roll off that. So uh, a bowl is a good idea. Top tips for next like year. That. Get the yeah. spray and get a bowl. Interesting. For the little, uh, yeah. I'll try and keep my language clean on this. Yeah. So, so, many, so, many people, <laughs> so many people, customers say, oh, I've given up on growing the lilies because of the lily beetle. They've, they've decimated my lilies this year. So... But I'd say, but you need Sad. to go out early, you know. And, and yeah. the, the good mm -hmm. thing is, I mean, they do they do borrow down for the winter. That's the trouble. So if you can, mm. with pots, this is easier. You can scrape some of the soil away from the top, about two inches of soil, and then refresh the soil. So that helps. That's a top you, tip, yes. You can mm. take them up and redo. But obviously in the ground, you can't do that. So it's it's a, a little bit harder. But um, mm. if, if you can start early, uh, we for everybody, we obviously we find this, we, we start early and then we don't have any through the summer. We have maybe one mm -hmm. or two, but we're so religiously out looking all the time. It's mm. just if you've got the time, I suppose, to do to do that. Well, that's a job well, hey, for if me you're the, the kind weekend. of person who goes out to do your, <laughs> if you go out and do your slug patrol, I know that some people do that. I don't know if you've ever done this. Go out at night and because the slugs are out and you can collect them and then <laughs> yep. dispose of them how you yep. will, you know, humanely yep. or inhumanely. Jam jar again with um, the beer in. That's a good one for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you could drunk. do your, you could do your, you could do your beetles in the morning and your slugs That's in the right. evening. We all need yep. a hobby. Yeah, but I do tend to find that if they're going to be around, it's always early evening for the lily beetle. Oh, More okay. so, I mean, there we, we do both, but I do find that if you're going to see any and the 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 it's funny because the bigger leafed um, orientals and the tree lilies where they can be um seen you don't get them quite as much but if you look on the asiatics mm. where there's similes where they can hide that's where you're going to find mm. more and they do like the martyrdom mm. yeah yeah they are clever yeah, and they do squeak, like you oh. say, Nicole, they do oh, squeak. Oh, the noise they make when you squish them, they're and gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they do look very pretty, so don't be fooled when you first see them. Mm. They're lovely, pretty little red beetle, and everybody says, oh, I saw this little red beetle, and I thought, oh, I'm doing that, and then I realised what they did, and uh, no yeah. end of relationship with those. <laughs> well, they're like this beautiful lipstick red, aren't they? But they I think are. all the worst pests are the prettiest coloured ones. I don't know if you saw last year, there was a lot of rosemary beetles out. Yes. And yes. they're those ones that look like they've got um, a disco jacket on. You know, jacket they're really on. jazzy looking. Yeah. Um, but those things will decimate the lavender and the rosemary as well, won't they? So there's always it's... something to, to try and eat. Mm. I suppose everyone's got to eat something. <laughs> everyone's hungry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so dear. if we plant the bulbs in the border, so I know you said like the lilies will come back and get bigger and bigger each year, but do they yes. naturalize? Will they yes. spread? They do, but the um, 
the oriental trumpets what we want them to do is to grow bigger because the flowers you get more and more flowers sometimes you can get up to 30 heads on them oh. and uh, you know you really need to grow some of these girls because you really will be surprised with them um yes they you cut the heads off and leave the stems to die back and the bulb will get bigger you find that will sort of keep going maybe three four years and then they'll split and then you've got the two mm -hmm. sometimes they would they'll only want to do their own thing so if they want to divide they're going to divide and then you'll get more stems growing but they'll still be sturdy and you'll still get quite a few flowers on them the asiatics the, mm. the bright color ones that we talked about they they naturalize a lot quicker so you they really do multiply mm. a lot and and so do the orientals so it's just that sometimes people will say oh, i've planted uh, my lilies and then they, they flowered lovely this year and this year i've just got lots and lots of stems well, that's normally when they've divided and they'll throw up little bulbils at the side and these bulbils create these little mm. stems. So that's why I say to them, you must cut off the head and let them die back and that feeds the bulb and you'll get bigger shoots and they'll divide and create two stems mm. with flowers on rather than little ones because those little shoots are going to take about three or four years to produce any flower that's big enough to flower. Mm. So we've definitely got to deadhead them after they flowered. Deadhead them, yeah. I mean, when I, when I say to people for having lilies for cut flower, I usually say, well, if you could plant a few that you're going to cut and then plant some that you're going to leave, because normally you would just cut mm -hmm. the head off when it finishes flowering and let the whole stem die down. That feeds the bulb. You leave the stem there really to the end of the, the mm -hmm. summer until it's brown that you can just pull the stem out. Um, then that's ready for, for coming on again next year. But if you're using it for cut flower, lots of people cut them down too far, so that makes the bulb lose all its energy for the following year. So if you can have some bulbs mm -hmm. for cut flower and some for going for the next year, you can alternate them. So you've got some for mm. flowering you know, for one year and then to the next. Or if people want to just grow them for cut flower and just had them that year they can replant they will come back again but they'll miss a year okay you see so mm. they're, they're, that following year they're just going to rejuvenate themselves so they won't probably flower or they may just give you a small stem and then they'll go die back again and the following year you'll get flower again so they're absolutely fine to leave in the ground over winter then we don't need to think about digging them up like you, you do with daily tubers no 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 they can stay in all the time but the most important thing is to keep them well drained so if you've got them in pots lift them onto a couple of house bricks or just pull them under if you've got mm -hmm. sort of an overhang of the house if you can just pull them underneath so that mm -hmm. they're not going to get soaked with rain the worst thing is that if we get bad snow and the snow sits on the top and mm -hmm. then it will drip through and just drench the lilies and they'll rot over winter some people some people put them into oh. the into the shed or into the uh, not a shed but into a cold greenhouse yeah. um that's okay uh, but it, it, it's not necessary you know they still keep coming up every year as long as they're well drained Mm. Um, I think we get to come on to my favourite part, which is where we ask you for your favourite varieties. Favourite varieties of of each yeah. each one. Of, well, so 
I think the way we could do it, I know you've said nymph is yeah, your that's my favorite. ultimate I think you mentioned favorite. that already. That's an oriental All trumpet time, yeah. tree, so that's one that grows okay. big. Just going to making On a quiet list, list yes. over here. This is the cue for the listeners and then, to get their pens and pads ready. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So could we go into cut yes. flower and garden for decorative garden. purposes? So like if you had to pick your favourite cut flower? Well, my favourite cut flower would have to be a rose lily. Um, yeah. There are, rose there's mm-hmm. um, Isabella, which is beautiful, but Anushka is a white, fluffy one. Ooh. I don't know if you had that, Nicole, did you? Yeah, I think I had. With a, with a pink oh, trim around the edges. No, actually, I think I had um, the white one I had was called Monica, I think. Yeah, that's lovely. And my wedding's lovely if you're having a wedding. Mm. You know, that's and really I had, nice. Um, I had Samantha and Natasha, I think. Yeah. Do all Beautiful. the rose lilies end with A? Are they all yes. girls' names that end with A? Yeah. Yes, I... yes. <laughs> yeah, they, that, it's funny because I, when I, I went to see the breeder, Johan, and uh, he did say to me, um, uh, they all end with an A. And I said, oh, that's lovely. I said, well, if you need them, because I've got Victoria yeah in law and we've got mm-hmm. alicia my, my granddaughter and bella as well so uh, oh well you could you could give yeah, him a whole so load I of new names say, so i keep saying to him and also when we're selling the bulbs um and they have girls mm-hmm. names um we tend to sell so many more because everybody wants one for somebody they know <laughs> such as isabella yep. and mm-hmm. all these different well, names uh, Isabella is such a popular girl's name these days, isn't it, as well? That's so you must right. sell truckloads of so that one. So we sell loads of that. And Natalia, and because I'll say, well, it's Natalie, you know. So, that yeah, a lot of those names, because they're girls' names, we sell a lot of those. Um, Asiatic ones, I'd choose. We've got a new one called Secret Kiss that's really, really black. Um, I, I love the Asiatic Ooh. lilies. If you're doing a hotbed, and you want a hotbed of, of colours, mm-hmm. you'll get the really bright oranges, mm-hmm. blacks, yellows. Um, oh, I'm Googling as you talk, and I've just found that on the website, and my goodness, it's striking, isn't it? Isn't it lovely? I, I love those because they give you such a lovely colour. If You you know, maybe you've got red-hot pokers and all those sort of bright colour flowers, If even if gladdies are in with them because they're all flowering at the same time. They look fabulous. Mm-hmm. So that's a new one that I really like of those. Yeah, so um, there's just so many varieties, really, that I I love that um, I can't really... I guess that's the thing with having a nursery. It's like, a, it's like the hobby has really gotten out of hand, hasn't it? Well, there, there's just so <laughs> many varieties. And every year we, say, bring about eight to ten new varieties out. So some get put on the back burner because, obviously... Everybody mm. wants to have Stargazer or Casablanca. Well, to though to us that they're they're very common ones that we had sort of twenty twenty five years ago. Everybody had it in their bouquets mm. though. So um, yeah, I tried Stargazer last year as well, and to be honest, it was lovely. Very and mediocre. It smelled lovely, mm. but compared to that rose lily, it just yes. paled in comparison. I thought I just yeah. couldn't get over. Like, I ha- I think I've got a picture on my Instagram of where I've got five stems of the rosalie, and I think I counted 27 
blooms on it blooms on them they are they they are really really lovely like if you're looking for bang for your buck i just felt like the rosalie's just gave so much for a cut flower and there's so many and we're just waiting um it's in the throes of 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 coming out but the the the, uh, bulbs need to build up the stock of a yellow a beautiful yellow we did have one um uh, exotic sun and it although it's really beautiful and it was very highly scented the stamens sort of kept coming through they get stressed uh. lilies and they try to produce a stamen but the rose lilies have been the best double orientals that don't produce a stamen if you ever notice that when mm. you're growing your lilies it's only because they may have got a little bit too much sun or it may have been a bit cold for a few days mm. and then the sun's come out and it, it they get very stressed. They're very funny. They're a bit like us. You know, things can upset <laughs> them and they'll try to produce the stamen. Mm. Um, so this exotic sun produces stamen and now there's one coming out. There's, there's no stamen at all. And I'm really excited about that one because it's lovely to see a mm. yellow pom-pom I sort of call them you know it's got a they're almost a like a water ball. lily aren't they they're almost like a water lily mm. they look so beautiful and is that going to be a, a double oriental one that's then, or going what, yeah. no uh, that's going to be a rose lily oh a rose lily okay at the moment it's just a number so as soon as it's um there's enough stock they will they'll call they'll have a name for it and there's or another maybe victoria can get her eyes thing. on yeah, that I, one and i need to i need to have a word with them exactly <laughs> and uh, there's a very 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 dark red one we have a very dark red one um uh, um bombastic that's very dark and we're, we're hoping for a double for a rose early of that mm. color so it's it's just in it's just building up its stock so keep posted and keep looking on and you'll you'll see those um so whilst we were talking mm. about the stamens i think i just have one last question before um we ask sarah's favorite question of the episode mm-hmm. is um their toxicity so whenever i post them on my instagram people always say to me oh i can't grow them because they're poisonous to cats and dogs so i feel like we might need to do a bit of myth busting here because i think some are poisonous but i don't think the rose lilies are well all all lilies are poisonous and not so much to dogs but to cats they're poisonous and it's not just the stamen it is the petals and the stem however you know, uh, it, we have to say this because they they are poisonous. But we've had cats down our li- down our nursery. Um, they they never fell ill. So it's one of those. It's whether you you obviously whether you're going to chance it to plant. If you've them. got a flower eating mm. cat or not. Well, this is it. I mean, a lot of people say <laughs> a lot of people say the kittens will will go for the go for the stems you know oh. if they're playing or whatever so maybe mm. don't plant them if you've got small cats or young cats if they want to try and yes. eat them because uh, they will they if they eat the foliage as well it, it can it can be poisonous to them but there's you know i think that you would you would hear more about it really mm. than every other cat because there's there's lilies everywhere and they can seed in other places and and get eaten so mm-hmm. I don't think it's so prevalent as what um, as what people think. 
Mm, the only ones I've heard about is when people have had them as cut flowers in the house well, and they've got the it. pollen they've... on their fur, then they've licked and the pollen off lick. their fur. Yeah. That's that's what is more likely to happen than cats eating them for eating. Mm. I mean, cats I know will eat grass because they use it medicinally. It makes them sick and, and if they're mm -hmm. not feeling well, but they don't normally eat the plants into the garden, so... <laughs> You know, I've not, I've not seen them biting hard... the heads off of plants yet, no, but <laughs> that's it. So it, it's it's one of those. There's a lot of uh, if you read up on cut flower, which is you know, um, there's a lot of poisonous flowers and plants that are poisonous to animals and yeah. poisonous mm -hmm. to children and and everybody. So you have to weigh up, don't you? What how you feel about about growing them. Sarah, you didn't you give a bunch of flowers to somebody a couple of years ago and they complained to you that it had something poisonous in them? Yes, um, euphorbia. Yeah, yeah. Is it euphorbia? Yes. yes With that sap. Does. And because and what I always do is condition it in water and then I find once it's had a good condition, it generally stops secreting the sap and therefore can be, can handled, be handled relatively safely yeah. unless you yeah. eat it. And so when she gave me a bit of sass, bearing in mind, obviously I was giving out flowers like for free like it was like a part of a community project she complained and I was a bit like yeah well actually if you ate anything in there it would probably kill you exactly. so it's my general advice don't eat yeah. any of it and <laughs> you'll be right. fine some of it's like acid isn't it astromeria my husband used to get terrible burns with astromeria when he used to cut them it used to burn mm -hmm. his hands so there are there you know there's lots of things really that can that can harm you so the moral of this story is don't eat the lilies That's or right. any other flowers for that or matter. Or any other flowers, <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> so we've got to that time. Sarah, ask your question. Is it? Is it time? Okay, so we always ask this, um, and it's a very simple one, but if you had one piece of advice um, for our listeners for the coming year, what would it be? Um, I think to get your lilies planted now so that you've got them early in the summer so oh, that yeah. when you're sitting outside, you can smell all the lilies around you. If you leave, The later you leave it, mm -hmm. the longer um, the longer you'll have to wait for them. And also, don't forget, best advice Get out there in March to look for that lily beetle. <laughs> even even oh, if you put that in my calendar, even if you haven't seen it before, be forewarned so that you know that this beetle is about, mm. and that you can get on top of it so that you're not going to have a problem through the summer. And asking for a friend, let's say my friend wanted to succession plant in pots for the next few months. Should my friend do one big order or several small oh, orders so that they're fresh from that's, the freezer? That's something we didn't talk about, did we? That, that the, um, they yeah, have the succession good, yes, planting. Uh, because the first ones are the Asiatic lilies that will come up in sort of yeah. middle to the end of June. And Orientals are mm -hmm. July till beginning of August. Ah. And um, Oriental trumpets are around about the same time in, in August. So you must plant mm -hmm. your Asiatics first, then your, your tree lilies, your Oriental trumpets, and then Orientals. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, but that's when they're going to come up. Ah, okay. So if you wanted to Perfect. if you wanted to last them out you're going to have to buy them in small orders if you want them at different times because obviously mm -hmm. our coolers are going to keep them colder than what you will be doing in the fridge. So if you want to, mm -hmm. say you wanted to grow some for the summer to sit by and, and 
they're for your personal use and then you wanted some for a wedding or a show mm -hmm. or anything that you wanted to do you can then grow there you want might want to plant them in end of may and have them up at the end of september so you could order them from a set mm -hmm. but we do stop sending lilies out sort of around the end of may and then you so can come I'm... and still buy them at the shows if you come to any of the shows we're selling them till the end of july <laughs> uh, so you can grow them if you put them in a greenhouse and you can grow them right up to november december oh, no, wow. no problem yeah so I've got my village show on the 4th of September and they, they don't have a lily category, but they have like a um, a miscellaneous flower category and I intend to blow them away with my rosalies. Okay. When should I plant them? <laughs> so I would plant those sort of end of April, beginning of okay. May. And you, mm. you have to sort of think to yourself it will take 12 to 12 to 14 weeks for them to grow providing that we get some nice sunshine and it gets warm because it will delay it if it if it's cooler for a long time so oh so if i've got them in pots which i will yes. plant them in pots and we're getting a bit of ropey weather should i just pull them into the polytunnel to get a bit of extra heat put them in the polytunnel yeah you wow. could even you could even plant them a little bit later than that and grow them in the polytunnel as long as it doesn't wow. get too hot Hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to having those on display i think they're gonna look yeah impressive because they say that. they say only three stems but the blooms on just three stems is gonna still look incredible isn't it oh exactly exactly and don't forget mm. i don't think i said obviously we send plant instructions but it, you need at least four inches of soil over the top of the bulbs you must have four inches because mm -hmm. they like to be nice and deep so that it covers the stems deep. but some of the bulbs mm depending on which ones you buy some stem root as well um, and have the little uh, seedlings along the, the stem in that four or five inches mm. that, that's oh. uh, below the ground um, and while we're interrogating you for our own purposes <laughs> and not for the purposes of our <laughs> listeners um i've been eyeing up one of your lilies called bentley yes. That's lovely. It's like a pinky yellow. It's, it's, it's very much up that's my right. street. Not scented, and though, would it... Sarah, not scented. So no? It depends oh, if you want. that's but a bit it's sad. A, you know, a lot of the brighter colours and the very vibrant <laughs> ones aren't scented. So this is why we hybridise them, so that we're, we're crossing them with other varieties, so that we mm. get the perfume as well as the, um, as well as the colour. Yeah. But I'm thinking of growing them yes. in a pot... Do you think that? Do you think they would Perfect. they do? Because I like to work double time, so a nice pot, but it could also yes. cut them. Will they be tall They'll enough be to tall cut? Tall enough to cut, but don't forget you need to. You, so I would be saying that you would want those in a shorter vase, so that you can leave mm. about about ten inches of stem on yeah. those. Mm. So they would they they are lovely. I mean, I'll cut them and and say to yourself, well, I won't have them next year, but they'll be up for the following year. And they are yeah, cute, that's a good those plan. ones. Mm. They're, Aren't they're really they? Right, pretty. right up my ice cream vibe. Really pretty. Mm. Yeah, small, quite a smallish head, not too big. They're not like big blousy heads like the Orientals. Orientals have got very big mm. blousy petals and um, stripes and yeah. all sorts of colours. There's some lovely Oriental lilies. Those are the ones that mainly you'd get in the in the supermarket. So. So everybody, mm. you know, they, they only ever think that they can buy lilies in the supermarket and that they're too hard to grow, but they're just one of the easiest bulbs to grow and they mm. look after themselves and they always flower. 
Mm. I actually was genuinely surprised at how easy they were for how incredible they look and how incredible they smell. Like, I just put a bulb in a pot and put a bunch of compost on the top of it. And then in July, I had all these amazing flowers. flowers, And I know it's the same with tulips and daffodils. And I do love all the other bulbs, don't get me wrong. But there's something just so, like, dramatic and incredible about a lily that I just couldn't believe I'd grown it myself. No, I was like in shock the beautiful. whole time. Yeah. <laughs> they are lo- they are lovely. And people say when they come to a show they pick up a bulb and uh, they say, These are going to be six, seven foot and I said, Well yeah, out of acorns go grow great trees and <laughs> you know, people can't believe that something like this shriveled sort of bulb, you know, with roots on is going to be this massive six, seven foot high and lily with so many blooms on yeah i i think everyone should give give them a go because they're so like you say so easy and just so beautiful i think um if we've done nothing with this episode then convince people to give them a go then that's that's got to be a win right that's it's definitely they need to they need to plant lilies and once once they plant them though they're hooked <laughs> um, we get we get mm-hmm. people coming back. Oh, I've had that one. Had that one. Have you anything new? So people really do love their lilies. Oh, that's that's you nice. Know. That they keep coming back. That's oh yeah, they keep coming back and buying more and more. And so I think some people have just got all lilies everywhere in their gardens. <laughs> <you know? laughs> um, so if the listeners want to find you, um, yes. you've got an Instagram account. It's Hearts Nursery, that's and Hearts right. is H A R T S. That's right. Um, and the website's the same, HeartsNursery.co.uk. And you were at all the shows this year. All the shows this year, yes. Chelsea, Hampton Court, Tatton Park, which is our local show, which is lovely. So they can come and find you and get their lily bulbs directly. And get that, their lily bulbs directly, yeah. And, and if they do and they come and they see you there, they have to tell you that they heard you on that's Let's it. Go Girls. That's it. That's <laughs> lovely. Yeah, please do. That's lovely. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you today. Um, I think... Well, I'm I'm doubling the order, and I know I've, uh, we've definitely convinced Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, mm-hmm. I hope it's I hope it's helped everybody. You know that that, that some things that they don't yeah. know about, and they don't realise that they can um, plant them, and especially in if they're doing them in pots in multi-purpose, they don't have to think about oh, I've got to have this, I've got to have that, mm-hmm. and they grow just as well. So I hope it's helped people. And then when they're all growing in the summer, everyone, you need to make sure that you tag us both and tag Lorraine at Hearts Nursery so we can all see your lovely lilies growing. Thank you so much for your time today, Lorraine. Okay, thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Sarah. It's outro time. Thank you so much for listening and for your support. We are loving this season so far. 
and we hope you are too. If you love the episode as much as we love doing it, then we would be so grateful if you left us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also subscribe and you can find us on Instagram for more of our adventures at Let's Go Girls Podcast. We're really grateful having you here listening to all of our interviews with our amazing guests and we hope that you carry on enjoying the rest of the season. See you next week. Bye. Bye. You sounded really far away when you said that. Were you sat back? Yeah, because I didn't want to shout at our people, you know. (laughs)